What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Hot. Yellow. And Jared Buckendall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are back. We are socially constipated. This is the Monday show, and we've got a lot coming at you this week. Once again, we're going to hit you with some random headlines, talk about what's going on in our lives, some of the random shit from around the internet that we're running into, and hopefully have some laughs along the way. So we hope that you have enjoyed a fun and relaxing weekend. I think the day this comes out, I am flying home from LA, and so hopefully after a Rams victory, we're going to do the usual thing, get you about an hour of water cooler topics and shit. We're going to have an update later on the bad luck saga from last week. Big update. Big update on that. Huge update. Huge update. Massive. Not going to want to miss it. Not going to want to miss it. We're going to get into some games in a little bit. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. First of all, a couple of announcements, housekeeping items. Let's knock those out here. So this week, this Wednesday, uh, October 27th at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, we're going to be doing a live entertainment outhouse over on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. It's going to be our Halloween episode, so we're going to be... Spooky! Doing a little festive celebration and maybe some giveaways. Maybe we'll give away some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That'd be a, I think that'd be a fun thing. We'll see. If you want to be entered in any of the giveaways, uh, make sure you join us live. And then also another good way to make sure that you're eligible for giveaways is to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. That's where you'll find all of our social media profiles, every episode of every show that we do, and also link at the top to join the mailing list. Super important, just in case there's a secret game for the live show. And then you can also click the button to become an anchor wanker. Kick us a couple bucks a month to keep the show going and growing. Shouts out to all of our existing wankers for the support. We we, we treat our anchor wankers well, and we treat our mailing list people well, so... Uh, make sure you're engaging with the show over this next week, because uh, we'd love to give you something. Oh, yeah. This is specific for Bend, Oregon, folks, but if you find yourself in Central Oregon on that same night, October 27th, I'm going to be doing a comedy show at Volcanic Theater, 8 p.m. start, 7.30, Doors. Uh, Pablo Francisco, is a comic you may have heard of, travels nationally, he's on Mad TV, uh, he's got a couple specials on Comedy Central. He's out there, really excited for that show. If any Bendites are listening, go out to... Uh, bendticket.com to buy your tickets. We'll link to this in the description box as well uh, in case anyone wants to join me. But it should be a really fun night, so looking forward to the 27th. Is Bendite the official term for Bend residents? Mm-hmm. Bendite! <laughs> it is, yes, Bendites. I wanted Benders, but I got outvoted. Uh, Bendians? How about that? Bendian? Nah. Bald- I like it less than Bendians. Bendichinians, uh, ben- <laughs> yeah. Bolchinians. <laughs> you know what's crazy out of the all of the references, that was actually an image that I googled today. Paul Chinians? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I was looking for a joke, and for some reason, that came up as like one of the first three images. Jay, he's a Paul Chinian. <laughs> he pulls down the scarf. Yep, and just a scrotum hanging there. <laughs> wow. Thanks. That is Mission Impossible, or not Mission, but Men. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ethan Hunt. Operation Preposterous. (laughs) Yeah. Miscreant State. State. That's what it was. If you didn't listen to Entertainment Outhouse, that's a little inside joke from there. So go back and catch that episode. Also, don't Google Balchinian. Like, it's gross in the context of of the movie. It's also just fucking gross if you Google it. Jared, I know you've been you've been fighting the fight against the terms and conditions on TikTok. Uh, I would not recommend putting a hanging scrotum uh, <laughs> up there if you're already concerned. <laughs> it's <laughs> That's my two cents. B- believe me, the stitch that I made that a lot of people have used of like what's the five like best five seconds in cinematic history. Believe me, I've considered using that that clip, and I know that on the thin ice I am on, I I cannot do that. Maybe if you do like a sensor bar. That'd be kind of fun. Nah, they'll find a way. They'll be like, that's sensor <laughs> bar. Nope, nope, you can see too much. Any scrotum visibility is too much, so mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Ladies, please write in and acknowledge firm yes or no. You do not want to see a scrotum. Yeah. What is, what's your stance on scrotum visibility? Yep, yep. <laughs> we'll, have a whole new, we'll have a whole new segment next week of scrotum stance. I actually, this would be funny to get comments of. I would love to hear, I, you know what I would bet? I would bet a lot of women would say that they've not actually, like, seen a scrotum. 
<laughs> stared down the <laughs> staring right down the barrel of a scrotum. Oh, you 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 think that it's a thing that they've been around but you've never seen it? Yeah. It's it's not an uncommon thing for like uh not necessarily for like <laughs> for older women, but like younger women who have I've definitely had like friends and exes and things like that who have been like, "Yeah, I'm definitely not a virgin, but like I've not really like stopped and looked at it." And, and I would bet that, and that's for a penis. So I would, I would bet that that definitely goes for the scrote. And it, frankly, ladies, you're not missing much. So I wouldn't be in a hurry to go see one, but I would be interested to know if people are excited about it. I'd love to rock some like, you know, some more risky bathing suits if, if it turns mm-hmm. out that vis- mm-hmm. scrotum visibility is a positive thing. But mm-hmm. well, I don't, I don't know if women know this. I mean, they're probably all told, you know, like don't look at the scrotum, but guys are all born with an image on our scrotums mm-hmm. that it's a person who has lived before us that we are most likely to live our lives um, in honor of or closest to so you can really tell a lot about a guy by looking deep into their scrotum so ladies I've, i'm just telling you this i'm not going to tell you what mine is i'm not going to tell you what cody's is his is pretty cool seen it but <laughs> it's almost like a spirit animal, to be honest. It, it is. So I'm, I'm just telling you, ladies, next time you're down there, just take a peek and you'll see. And you might be surprised who your man's living his life by. Everything makes sense. When you know that about a man, everything else about him makes sense. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a horoscope or like a zodiac sign, except it's infallible. Like it is direct science. Everything a man does can be explained by his uh, his scrotum pick. Here's the thing too, though, is it's not it's not necessarily as easy as just like looking at it. You kind of have to get behind it with a flashlight and shine it through, mm-hmm. so that you can see the line. So it's you gotta yeah. you gotta put in some effort, but it, it's worth it in a lot of cases if you really want to get to know someone. You gotta stare at it for a while. It's kind of like one of those pictures that um, yep. you stare at and like you see a sailboat or whatever. Um, <laughs> in this case. Spent a little too much time at the beach with Cody. You stared at his, his uh, scrotum for a while, and you see. Her. Well, and the thing is, too, and <laughs> and again, you know, uh, not to you know show our cards, uh, show our show anything, I guess. Humidity. That's another thing that very yeah. much changes the clearness or the the uh, transparency of the image. Yeah, if you get the screen fogged up, then you know it's going to be a little tougher to see. When there's a lot of moisture, you don't want to you don't want to be, and then you don't want to be down there with a the flashlight either. But it does, the ironic thing is it does make it so it's easier to stretch out over the top of the flashlight. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit, a little best. Kind of like a wet shower curtain. Yeah, exactly. Like a wet <laughs> shower curtain. Yeah. That was Scrote Talk. That was Scrote Talk, our upcoming, a preview from Scrote Talk, our upcoming uh, podcast. Our partner with Earwolf. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast name when we rebranded should have been Scrote Dumb. Oh. Is it too Man. late to change? I mean, there's, I can't think of any, I can't think of any, like, infallible reasons why we couldn't change it to Scrow Dumb. Get Jill on a new logo, a new character. Yeah, there we go. Jill, start working up some scrotum renderings. (laughs) We want options. For the winter graphic, he can have a little turtleneck. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Call him Scrody. Hey, we don't need to put Scrody out into the world. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not a nickname I'm looking for. <laughs> now it's out there, and I'm not going to be able to edit out because it's funny, and I have integrity, and now people are going to start calling me that. Scrody Michael. <laughs> this is a funny thing, though. I, I just discovered there's a new feature that Spotify has through Anchor where you can put polls and questions right in the podcast. So if someone's listening on Spotify, you can... You know, something will pop up and ask them a question. I haven't tried it yet, though. I've been waiting for, like, the right thing to pull people on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been out for a couple of weeks. And I think maybe, maybe like, yes or no for scrotum visibility maybe is a, a reasonable first poll. Uh, if we can't think of another one, maybe that's what we'll go with. But we do want to hear from the folks out there. I don't remember if I was in the middle of saying something when this scrotum thing came up or not, but let's assume not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that went down a weird place, huh? I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, it went to a weird place. Scrotum, specifically. No, it went to Scrody. <laughs> all, all roads end at Scrody. I guess, so. <laughs> well, let's get into things here. Can't wait to get as far away from the Scrody thing as we can, so let's quickly <laughs> pivot and check in with WWE Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik. Time for Sheik Tweets. I call you a punk. 
Iron Sheik, we know that he is a, a big fan of, of music, pop culture. He likes all kinds of artists. Obviously, you know, the legend of the earth, Rob Thomas, is his favorite. But he also does enjoy Gwen Stefani uh, and No Doubt. Quoting one of her lyrics, he says, Don't speak. I know just what you are. Saying you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't know Sheiky Baby was such a big Gwen Steff fan. E. Oh, oh wow, no. you went there. Do you guys remember? I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, and I know Seth that you'll remember this. The Hollow Bat Girl thing on Q ninety two point three. So when we were kids, have we told you about this, Jared? Do you I don't this? think so. No, I thought we've talked about it before on the podcast. I feel like we must have, but um, so this was. Our hometown radio station, Q92.3, when we were in middle school, I think. It, it, we were somewhere between 7th and like 10th grade. Q92.3 had JC and The Hustle was the morning radio duo. And they were awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved them. And in the mornings, I would take, gosh, this seems, this was a crazy, this was 15, 16, 17 years ago. I had this big like stereo boombox that I would pick up and take into the bathroom with me. And it would like cover the whole sink. And mm-hmm. I would put the radio on in the morning to when I was showering and getting ready. And always just listening to Q- Q92.3. And one morning, they came on and they said at the beginning of the show, we've gotten so many requests for Holla Bat Girl by Gwen Stefani that we're just going to play only that song today. And then we're going to not play it after that. And this was the morning show. So it's, you know, 6 to 10 or 6 to 9 or whatever the, the morning show hours are, 5 to 9. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly they did that. The only song every they they did the rest of the show completely normally, but every time they were would like go to music, because this was a top forty station. Every time they would you know, that's the weather. Now let's get you thirty minutes of nonstop jams. It would be <laughs> Holla Bat Girl every time, <laughs> <laughs> and it would play on a loop. And I learned the word. I I didn't turn it off. I I just listened to it for like an hour, and that's how I learned all the words to that song. And then I remember getting to school that day and everyone was talking about it. They were like, did you listen to JC and the Hustle this morning? And yeah, I think they're in the Guinness World Record book for the most, I don't know if it's the most consecutive plays of that song specifically or the most yeah. consist, uh, consecutive radio plays of any song. Do you know? I think it must have been for like just a general, like a, the same song over and over again. It was like 14 times, I think, something like that. But yeah, it was, I mean, and they kept like faking people out because people were calling in and being like, stop it <laughs> like people didn't want, after like the third play people are getting mad mm-hmm. um and so uh yeah it was it, it, it was an entertaining day uh, i was definitely laughing my head off so okay i'm curious was it only during the morning show or was it literally the whole day it was the morning show oh, okay yeah, it was, it was just, just during the morning show. morning show gotcha yeah i think eventually like they were told to stop but they kept going as long as they mm-hmm. could i guess mm-hmm. Man. yeah i think it was like 14 or 16 plays something like that over and over again Shouts out to jc and the hustle that was that was a lot of fun growing up honestly there's probably a lot of inspiration that we don't realize we got from them for this show and some of the other stuff that we do i do remember also when the hustle left the show they it was a big deal i remember being really bummed about it and the story they gave was that he was moving to vegas to become a professional gambler (laughs) (laughs) i I never I never yeah. had a way of fact-checking that, but I've always wondered if it was true or if he just got another job, because that's not uncommon, you know? That's so crazy. Honestly, because we started telling the, you started telling the story about Hollow Batgirl, and the first thing I thought about was I remember listening to Q92.3 when he left the show. Like, he was gone for a long period of time and then, like, called in and said, I'm not coming back. And I remember that was the excuse, too. It's so weird how, like, that's a specific memory for no reason. Weird, Yeah. And the thing is, okay, that was like a local morning show, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Like the area, at least. Yeah, and maybe like regional. So I think they blasted out of Waterloo. The Blacks Building. Third floor of the Blacks Building. I don't know why I remember that. Jeez, um, you, guys, you guys... There's things that just from the radio just stuck into your mind, and now they're just getting slowly chiseled off. Dude, they, it comes rushing back as soon as I start thinking about JC and the Hustle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a pretty big, maybe like a 100-mile area in diameter that... You could listen to them, and they were pretty popular for a while. That that's, the whole station has since changed. Yeah, those were some good days. Or they were terrible, and we were idiot young teenagers and didn't know what good radio was. One of those things. But I, I think they were actually pretty good. I, I know a lot of people liked them. I think Seth got a free case of Jones Soda from them at uh, Digital Dog Pound or some shit, didn't you? 
Yeah, yeah it was, I think it was the Verizon store that opened up there. JC was there and gave me a, a case of Jones soda. Did you like enter a contest? No, I was just there. Like no one was there. And <laughs> I just walk in and they're like, Here. actually, they gave me two cases. They gave me two 12 packs of, of Jones green apple soda and it was not very good. It it took a while to drink that. It was so syrupy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine that in my brain of being a very, yeah, it's very viscous soda. You basically put a stick in it and it'll be a sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you have any, Jared, did you, did you have any radio personalities from back in the day that you, that was in, uh, out there in I, your, your old stomping grounds? Yeah, they, I mean, it was always the same guy and gal in the morning. Um, I wouldn't say that they were like big personalities, but I do always remember them like coming in, announcing like a basketball game or maybe like. Even doing, I remember one time they showed up and like read Cat in the Hat at school or something. It was some like Dr. Seuss day maybe. And it was so odd putting the voice to a face actually. Mm-hmm. And and I'm curious if that happens with a lot of people in radio and, and whatnot. If just like that face doesn't match the voice. Like I, I just didn't imagine that person to look that way. That that kind of help happened with uh, Elvis Duran in the morning show. Like I used to listen to that when I was working in an office, and then when I actually saw pictures or Googled them, I was like, these are not the people that I had in mind. Isn't it funny how like it's not even usually close every time no. I have that experience, and it makes me wonder what people think we look like if like, if they haven't seen us, because I, I imagine there might be a couple folks out there who don't. Well, oh, that'd, be, that'd be really interesting. Oh, yeah, you we do to, live shows. You'd have to have listened to us and never seen a live show and not know us. And I, that's probably a pretty small target. But if there's one of you out there, uh, hit us up in the comments to let us know. Uh, we'll send you a picture of our scrotum if you <laughs> One thing, one quick thing I will say, and it's kind of an aside, but, you know, Seth, you mentioning that you won a soda through radio stations or whatever – surprisingly they do a lot of giveaways and when i was working in an office i was bored a lot of the time i didn't have work so i would sign up for every single contest that the radio station had (laughs) i would win like once or twice a month like i won i remember it was like gift cards basically i had a whole summer of free brats because i won a bunch of gift cards from them (laughs) i won tickets to like shows i won tickets to movies like it was crazy i remember i i won a meet and greet to the winner of American Idol, and I was like, I can't make it. Was it that Maddie Poppy? Yeah, yeah, that's who yeah. it was. Yeah, she's from like around here in this area in Iowa. Wait, so was did that come with the brat package? Because that was <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a meet and greet or not. Was, oh, yeah. good, good, good. The meaty poppy package. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't know this, but that's actually how we got to Hot Girl Summer. Uh, people think that's original, but it was originally Brat Girl Summer, and that's <laughs> that's from when Jared had all those free Johnson. Yeah, bills. yeah, ladies. Brat Girl Winter coming up. Yum yum yum. Yum yum. I don't know if there's anything I wanted more than a summer full of brats, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It was the summer of '69. Brats. Yeah, there we go. You could eat '69 brats over the course of a summer, right? Oh, easily, oh, yeah. easily. So if you, what, that's, well, it's about 90 days, right? If you take the official dates. So one every day and you got three entire weeks of vacation days. Yeah, it seems, <laughs> it seems doable. Plus, who eats just one brat? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a month's worth of brats for me at best. <laughs> Conservative on the brat eating. Because, yeah, if you're having a brat, I, again, I don't know what kind of your eating habits are. At least two. Oh, yeah. I don't see. I, I think I usually, I'll eat two hot dogs, but I usually only ever eat one brat. Really? That's probably why I weigh 60 pounds, but I don't slam brats like other people do. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What's the shortest amount of time that you would agree to eat 69 brats in? 69. The shortest uh, amount of time. Like if 90 days feels comfortable. Two weeks? Yeah, I'd say two weeks. I mean, you could probably do a week, but you'd really hate day five, uh, six and you'd seven. Be, you'd be housing brats. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah, that's all brought all day. Because you'd have to have, what, ten a day, essentially? <laughs> so three a meal-ish, Holy three and a third. And I, could, I could do that, but that's all you Two, two weeks is comfortable. I, w- I would say two weeks is comfortable. See, I would do different stuff. I would like, so if you're just given brats and told, hey, here's 69 brats, you must eat them within you get to choose the time frame but if you fail 
one half of a testicle is removed. You leave the other half, so you always feel the pain in that that remaining half testicle. Oh no! That was the most specific punishment I could think of. What is this Squid Game season two? <laughs> yeah. Seth's head is stuck south of the border today. There's a lot of a lot of balls. Stuck. Nuts. <laughs> a lot of nuts. <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> Squirrel nuts. I would do like different things. So you're just given the brats. You have brats, mm-hmm. a box mm-hmm. of brats. And brat box, twenty bucks a month. We send you a big box of brats every month. But I would get a bunch of different condiments. I would try different bread styles, different relishes. I would do all kinds. I would do like, could could you also choose like the flavor of brats, or is it just standard brats and you have to doctor it up? Oh, if it's just standard, it would be tough. But if you could get, you know, you're getting like pineapple, seven pineapple, seven jalapeno cheddar, seven, you know, like switch it up like that, then it's easily doable. Let me say this. 69 brats are not that expensive. And so if you guys, if one or both of you wants to actually commit with some si- some sort of meaningful punishment if you fail. <laughs> half, half testicle. I will buy either or both of you 69 brats if you give me the time that you can, that you will eat them in. And I get to pick a punishment if you don't want to. I, you don't, this is, this is open and there'll be a meaningful reward as well. So let me know if you guys want to engage in that, and I will foot the bill for the brats. The thing is, okay, if there's a competition involved, I am doing it as fast as I can do it. You know? Yeah, and mm. you don't have you, you you don't go to work every day. You're no. at home, so you you can record videos and eat brats. To oh your yeah, heart's I, I'm eating one every hour. You know, I'm I'm oh, no. you know just That's extending it out. But why don't, why don't we do a brat weekend where? <laughs> Me and you, I, I come. We get together and we see how many brats we can eat together. Yeah. yeah. What if I give the two of you a weekend to eat sixty nine brats? The week? No, I want to. I want to compete. Basically, okay. So you're basically saying one weekend, see how many brats we can have. We just get a bunch of brats and we count them and we record each one that we eat. So we have to do it in front of like a camera. We can cut it together at the end. Brat because if so, wait, the, would there be a time limit then, or is brat it strictly bros? the whole? The brat, welcome, welcome back to brat bros. <laughs> Okay, this idea is getting traction, and it's evolving along the way. So uh, if the two of you, if I gave you guys from like 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Sunday, you had 48 hours oh, that'd be to, too eat, long. to eat 69 brats, the two of you could combine, and then you'd either both be punished or both get a reward if you could do it together as a team. Oh, so we're doing a team for 69. Well, you can choose not to if you don't, but I mean, that's, that's 35 brats a day if you yeah. each did it. I'm curious, can can we have sports-enhancing drugs, potentially? Because if so, I'm housing at least 10 that night. Yeah, we'd have to discuss what the the rules were. Performance enhancers would definitely change this game. But yeah, this, 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 is, this sounds fun to me. I want some sort of bet where there's a time limit that you guys have, one or both of you, to eat 69 brats. <laughs> And I don't even know what I want to bet on it. I just, I just, I, this is a bet I want to make. So okay. you guys let me know what you want the parameters to be. And you can't, obviously I'm going to get a chance to, to change them so that they're fit. Whatever the parameters are going to be, it needs to at least seem initially like there's a 50-50 chance of you getting it done or not getting it done. So mm-hmm. it needs to be mm-hmm. a stretch, but nothing so impossible that, uh, that it's impossible. So you guys think of what that needs to be. Maybe we'll get some suggestions from folks uh, commenting out there uh, out at sociallyconstipatedpod.com or maybe we'll put this poll up. Ooh, yeah, I think that that's what you should do. What should the bet be? And then maybe we can talk about it next week uh, on the live show or this in a couple days on the live show. The only punishment I agree to is a half testicle removal. If that's what you're into, then... Do we get a pick left or right? (laughs) We'll take a quarter off of each one so you're not out of balance. Mm. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, this wouldn't even be that hard. That's just, uh, what, like 14 or so, five packs of Johnsonvilles? You could even pick the Johnsonvilles as long as they're all the right size. I'm not even going to lie. Like, there are times where I'll have, like, five brats in a sitting. So I feel like I could do this pretty easily. Well, if you had, you'd have to still have seven sittings over the course of two days at that rate, if we're talking about a weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, if we're competing as a team, though, we split them in half. Yeah, that but that's still seven. Half. Yeah, oh, okay, 35. Gotcha. I was estimating me doing it on my own because i'm just thinking we wake up i make a nice cup of coffee and then i'm just dipping a brat into my coffee yeah man brat and beans you can maybe cut it up and put in an omelet or scramble that see that be- yeah exactly okay. like you were saying yeah, different you, 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 could, you could make a nice stew maybe some jambalaya throw it in with some eggs the thing is though because you know you only have that amount of time you don't want to fill up on other things either yeah that's true if you're eating a bunch of rice or uh 
when I'm having five brats, I always have bun. Mm-hmm. Think all extra room. I could probably do ten in a sitting. Oh, without you, bun. you're saying one per bun, huh? So if you lose the I, bun, you're throwing a brat in for every bun you lose. Yeah. All right. You'd have to buy the buns yourself. Uh, the the meat is all I'm taking care of. If you want fixins, that's up to you. Wow. Cheap ass. <laughs> you gotta have some skin in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Are we doing skin ones or skinless ones? It's just Johnsonville packaged because I gotta know they're all the same size and they're oh, okay. the right touché, size. Touche. Touche. So like pre-packaged Johnsonvilles. I need somewhere between like three and five skins. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I think foreskin is the, is the, uh, the right yep. amount of skin. Is that what you're driving out there? Mm-hmm. Wow. Please show me your dick. I don't know how skin. much skin's on there. This is happening. I'm not. This is this isn't a single. This this has evolved into something that has legs now. The broad so bros. We will determine what the parameters are and decide sometime that we're gonna do this thing. And uh, you guys are gonna stuff your faces. And it has to be 69 brats. So whatever the time time constraints are and whether or not you guys want to team up, I'll let you discuss that amongst yourselves. And then. We'll, we'll get you some bratwurst after that. Might have to call ahead to the high V so that they, we know that they have enough, but we'll get it done. I can tell you that by the end of this, we won't be the bratwurst. We'll be the brat best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Brat bros. <laughs> or brat buds. <laughs> brat buds for sure. All right, brat buds. I don't remember how, but we got here from Chic Tweets. Uh, oh, Gwen Stefani. That's what it was. <laughs> wow. From Gwen Stefani to probably the best bet I'm ever going to make in my life. Uh, Gwen Stefani and the Brat Bros this week in Chic Tweets. I call you a punk. All right. Time to play a game. A game? Game time. If you're wondering whether or not brat bros is already a phrase that people say, then you're getting prepped for the game we're about to play. Time for a little phrased out. <gasps> what is a phrase? Phrased out. I got three phrases. Two of them are made up. One of them is real. The guys are going to collectively, or not collectively, they're each going to, they can agree, I guess, um, decide which one is the real one leaving the other two to be fake. I'm gonna try and phrase them out. First phrase is hunger is the best sauce. Second phrase, finding eggshells in a hen house. Third phrase, hidden sores heal slowest. These are, you dropping that quantum shit again, man. These are, every single one of these is an uh, inspirational poster, I swear to God. The first one, whether or not it's a real phrase, is definitely true. Hunger is the best sauce. Uh, I had last night just like the most, ba- it was like quinoa and... Steamed chicken. <laughs> no, I didn't even have chicken. It was just quinoa, beans, and corn, and I put some... Packing nuts. <laughs> that was it. It was the most basic taste, but I was so hungry by the time I ate that I was like the best thing that I've ever eaten. So if you guys fast before the, the Brat Buds weekend, that also seems like something that's right in Seth's wheelhouse, so that could have been made mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get back into the brain of of, of Seth trying to play with the play games with us here. Finding eggshells in the hen house because something's afoot, right? If that's or I guess a talon. <laughs> if there's eggshells in the hen house because either a fox has gotten in there or there's foul play going on. Oh man, <laughs> you! Oh, no. I can. Um, I can just picture. Your brain working, and it saw the connection, and you started giggling <laughs> in some, right when you said it. When I did, when I made the uh, the t- uh, something's a talent, the talent, I was yeah. like, "That's the best joke I'm making today." And then the second one just kind of came squirting out. So, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty glad we were uh, recording. <laughs> I feel good about that one. The third one, hidden wounds heal slowest. I think was what that one was. Hidden sores heal slowest. Hidden sores. Hopefully nobody's hiding uh, cold sores because that's mm. that's that's not going to be good. I don't know, Jared. These all sound equally as real to me. For some reason, the second okay because we're we're trying to find the the real one. I always ask this, and I'm sorry. I think it is, I I actually forgot too. Is it the real one we want to? <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get the correct one. Okay, because every okay, I know it right when you say it. Then you go through the first three, and then we start talking about it, and then I always forget. So we're looking for the one that is legitimate. Yes. Ah. <sighs> I'll read them off again, just okay. so now that, now that you know the rules <laughs> again. <laughs> Hunger is the best sauce. 
finding eggshells in a hen house, hidden sores heal slowest. The hunger one, like that one seems like it's there, but I've never heard it. I feel like I'm going to go with the sores one. I'm going to go with the third one. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I like the first one, but I, I am getting a strong vibe that it, that Seth made it up, which probably means it's the real one. I think last time we played this game, we were certain we knew the fake one. Or we were certain we knew the, the real one, and we both missed. I'm going to agree with you, though, Jared. I, I hope we can both knock this one out. We're going to say, Seth, that Hidden Sores Heal the Slowest is the one that you pulled from the internet. The correct one is... Hunger is the best sauce. Oh, you no. Bitch. You bitch. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Overthought it again. Loser. Loser. How are we this bad? <laughs> have we ever won this game? Maybe. Maybe once. I'm not sure if we have. I don't remember. Hunger is the best sauce. You you must yeah. have known we would think you made that up. Kind of. Um, here, I'll give you the... There's a website that has that saying... It up. I found a, new, a whole new website, so don't look it up. But Ooh, what's um, the website? A, no. So hunger is the best sauce. It's an ancient Roman proverb, uh, meaning everything tastes better when you're hungry. Wow. So that's an old wow. one. Wow. Wow. Hunger is indeed the best sauce. So wow. is victory. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seth feeling pretty saucy. After he fooled us. But let's give some credit before we end the segment. Uh, credit to these other ones. Eggshells in the hen house, Seth. Now, do you, I can't remember. Do you actually put a meeting behind these ones that you make up, or are they just gibberish? <laughs> Pretty much gibberish. I mean, I try and make them sound like they, uh, you know, would, would have a meeting to it. And you could you could assign a meeting to it. Like you said, something's afoot in the hen house. Someone's been... Yeah, someone's uh, double-crossing yeah. you almost. Someone's, someone's yeah. in your inner circle, but they're stealing from you. Or killing all the babies. Not in Texas. <laughs> so that's a yeah that's that one and then um hidden sores honestly i made that one up because it sounded the most real so i kind of went more because the hunger is the best sauce was kind of random and like yes it has a meaning but it's more of a superficial meaning in terms of just like yeah if you don't eat for a while you're gonna you know probably things will taste better but like with those other ones it's like has maybe a little bit you could go a little bit deeper with it like hidden sores heal the slowest is like you know if you don't find help then if you don't have help when trying to get over something, then it, it takes longer to heal or, you know, move on. And so that one I thought thought was the most obvious. And so you guys picked it. Playing you guys like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Like a fiddle, man. Give me them brains. I'm control. I'll put my hand right in your, your noggin. And I'm controlling those brains. <laughs> get out of my I head. Tri- <laughs> I, I, tri- I mean, I did trick you this whole time into buying me 69 brats, so, I mean. Oh, it's the long game. <laughs> this guy's smart. This guy's smart. Every time we think we've outsmarted Seth, he's there's a plot twist at the end. I guess I'll give you Kevin Harlan here. You, you earned it this week. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Well done, as always. Got to start that book of poetry, man. You're halfway there because uh, we have played several rounds now. One of our new favorites, Phrased Out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Let's check out the headlines. Got some big updates. Time for bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. So I spent about half of last week's show talking about the bad luck saga and my my trip that I went on, all the plane trouble that I had, all the bad luck that kept occurring. I found out shortly after we recorded that show that Mercury was in retrograde. And I'm not a astrology person. I think it's highly stupid and a waste of time. I think but you're meaning to say you're not a white woman. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I, I am. Not anymore. <laughs> that's why they call him Scrody now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But even though I'm not an astrology person, I get it. I understand why people are into this because when I heard Mercury is in retrograde and the dates, you know, it's from X date to Y date and all of the shit that was happening to me was within those dates. And so it's one of those things where like, if you want there to be a reason why things are happening and one is offered to you, it's like, oh yes, I'll take it. Good. So when I heard about that, I was like, okay, I'm still don't give a shit about astrology, but the date of the end of Mercury being in retrograde was on October 19th. 
So when I heard, I had just a few days left to get to that point. So I basically just like, just kind of huddled down and waited out the time until that passed. Now, hopefully I'm out of it. And hopefully that means my luck will turn. But uh, I know that a lot of other people, Jared, you mentioned, have been complaining about like bad luck stuff. And that's a common thing for Mercury being in retrograde. So I don't know. I don't know. But uh, this old Sagittarius is glad that hopefully the worst has passed. Have you guys ever had one of those things where it's like, you know, it's horse shit, but it feels like you want to believe something? Like, I feel like, Seth, I felt this when we were aging into it being obvious to us that wrestling was scripted and then mm-hmm. being like, no, it's written, like wanting to fight even though you know, or like wanting to still believe in the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy or whatever. Do you guys have any other stuff like that where it's like, I, I know this is, is bullshit or I, I know that, that I know what the trick is here, but I still want to be into it? Yeah, religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fair... <laughs> I'm glad you took the shot. I wanted to, but... <laughs> Humanity and society. Yeah. The societal construct. <laughs> Dating. <laughs> I want to backtrack just a little bit. Uh, can you... What What does that mean? What does Mercury being in retrograde... What What does that even mean? It means your thermometers are all <laughs> fucked up right See, that's now. what I... Every time someone says that, I think to myself, the the goo, the the silver mercury in thermometers, I'm like, oh, they're, they're all to one mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Yep. If you let any of that hit the floor, they turn into a person a la a 90s sports drink commercial. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Capri Sun 95 pole right there. God, yeah. I didn't get all the way to Capri Sun, but I remember those commercials. They looked like the T-1000 from Terminator yeah. 2. Scared yeah, the shit. I actually yeah. didn't like those commercials. I don't care if they're surfing. They're still scary. Retrograde just means, so ordinarily you expect stars and planets to move east to west across the sky and when mercury's in retrograde it just it looks like it's moving in the opposite direction so that's retro it's a retrograde orbit so it's working backwards from what you would expect does that only happen so, like once a year once every five years something like that I, again I, I i know nothing about this it's at least annually though okay I know that. three times a year oh that's not good january february june july uh september october and about 21 days was this last cycle. It's a time for channeling mental energy inward, reflecting, reassessing, and rethinking whatever it is we've been focused on for the past few months. The theme of this Mercury retrograde will be communication and relationships. Again, like all things with this astrology stuff, feels pretty applicable if you think about it. It's, it's all very relatable. Let's see how it'll affect my sign. I'm a Sagittarius. This says... The messenger planet moves backward through your network for the next three weeks, uh, making it more likely that old friends, colleagues, people you met on a group date in 2018 or 19 suddenly reappear. They might want to collaborate or talk about shared long-term goals. Wait, it's that specific where it says 2018 or 19? No, I think it's that's like a general, like, what it's saying is like people you met in the past that you're not in touch with are going to get back in touch with you. Did you make up, you made up the 18 and 19 thing, right? No, 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 it says no. that. But yeah, it says it right it, there. It's like a, yeah, it's like an et cetera, et cetera kind of thing. It's not specific. Oh. Because I've also never oh. been on a group date. Well. Jared, what's your sign? Mine is a Virgo, and I just read it, and it says something about, like, financial situation, like, reevaluating. Yeah, that that didn't happen. Um, well, actually, holy shit. Again, uh, kind of. <laughs> some, something that is not known to the public yet. You guys know about it. Actually, now that you say that, yeah, that is, okay, wow, okay, mm-hmm. Seth, you're a Leo? No, I'm a Virgo as well. Oh, you're a Virgo too. Okay. You'll be feeling compelled to get into the competition, analyzing, reorganizing, possibly revising your approach to financial growth. Maybe you're ready to reassess and update your resume so you can score a higher paying, more fulfilling opportunity, or you want to mm-hmm. rework your long-term savings or debt plan. So it sounds like it's money for you guys, mm-hmm. and it's uh, planes not working for me. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that means I'm going to the casino when we're done with this and taking my entire account out let's go retirement plus all maxing out my credit cards we're throwing it all on black you know what let it ride you know let's do this let it ride what's the worst you start over from zero (laughs) Mm -hmm. plus have massive amounts of debt from my credit card at 42 percent interest love that love that Mm -hmm. it's like how kevin smith made clerks but my end result (laughs) is just more depression 
<laughs> yeah, he also had, you know, clerks at the end. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, did anything wacky happen to you during this Mercury and retrograde? Uh, trust me, I, it boggles my mind also that that's what I'm talking about right now, but here we are. And I should actually point out too, my bad luck did not end with the show last week and everything that I had said. Actually, the day after we recorded our show last week, I got into a car accident. And it was, it was fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's okay. It was relatively minor. It sounds like the insurance and stuff is going to be relatively headache free. But when that happened, I was like, you know, something happens uh, that's bad or, or, uh, or painful or whatever. And there's that initial like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then you gather yourself and you start working the problem. I skipped over the entire, oh, fuck, oh, no, oh, no. And just immediately, like, right as soon as the car hit me, I was like, I picked up my phone and I was like, hey, man, I'm not going to make this meeting that I was trying to get to. I, I think I was just so desensitized to bad shit happening. And I was like, yeah, of course, this will happen. Mm -hmm. But then immediately after that car accident, I started getting really good luck. The, the Pablo Francisco show, I found out about that shortly after and a couple of work things as well. So hopefully Mercury is going to quit fucking with us. But um, yeah, definitely let me know in the comments if, if anybody else has had similar stuff go on because I don't want to be the only one and I know Jared you were t saying some friends of yours had some bad plane luck as well and ho hopefully we're past that because I, I can't take much more of it yeah yeah yours yours sounds I mean obviously that the whole uh, uh saga last week sounded awful but like you saying that your luck turned around like again uh I can't talk about it yet but similar situations kind of like that happened to me as well so again yeah. hopefully things are swinging in the other direction so what I did then is I basically hid from Mercury this last weekend. I, I did have one comedy show. I, I left the house for that. But other than that, I just stayed in. I've been really busy lately with weekend trips and things. And so this weekend was finally time for me to just sit down and just like be in my apartment. I got to watch some TV. I got to clean up my apartment a little bit, do some laundry and stuff. I'd been wearing dirty underwear for like six weeks. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> That's probably why you're having bad luck. That's why your name's Scrody now. <laughs> Grody Scrody. <laughs> yeah, Grody Scrody. I I did have I yes I did have a pretty Grody Scrody <laughs> for a little bit there, but got it taken care of. And I I don't know I I don't ever feel like I need those lazy weekends until I, I like it's urgent that I have them. And every time I do, I'm like God, I got to do this more often. So. Utilize that downtime, folks, to recharge. And it was it was just what the doctor ordered for me, except that like I, I still had so much to do that I was like hardly relaxing. Like I was still I still spent almost all day on Saturday cleaning my apartment, but it was like good work to get to do. It was like therapeutic to clean my apartment. So, shout out to Mercury for locking me in the house and uh, allowing my apartment to get to a presentable place. But hopefully, everyone else got to relax. Seth, I, I know you spent maybe a little bit of time at home over this past weekend and jumped on the Oculus, had mm -hmm. a little fun, traveled, uh, staying at home, but traveling far, far away. What'd you get into? Yeah, going to another planet, planet blast on. <laughs> but spe yeah, speaking of VR, they've been coming out with more games lately. I think I mentioned in one of the podcasts they're doing uh, Resident Evil VR. Yeah, I just uh, saw Resident a review for that today. What was the review like? What did uh, it say? I don't want to spoil anything, but IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Sweet. All right. Well, I'll be getting that. And then they're also releasing a Guitar Hero but Air Guitar game. To use your, they use hand tracking, and you get to, to play guitar, play songs with that. So I'm pretty pumped for that. That comes out the uh, day after we're recording this, actually. So get to try those out. Coming out with a lot of cool stuff, but my go-to is still Blast On. We talked about that in the, pl in the past. Basically, it's a dual game. You and typically another person, but sometimes a computer will pop up on this platform across from each other, a bunch of guns appear around you, shoot at each other, try and kill try and kill the other person. Uh, best two out of three wins. Cartoony and stuff like that, so it's not really, you know, blood or anything like that. Super fun, super fun workout. Um, I'll do that for like 45 minutes and just be fucking sweating everywhere. But I was playing a little bit earlier, um, playing a bit this weekend, but this specifically I was playing earlier. And... There are, you get matched up, I mean, they try and match you up with people around your skill level, and you get, like, ranks and XP and all that stuff, so I'm higher up, I'm within the top, like, 120 players um, on Blaston, and so if there's not, a, like, if it's a lot of more beginners online, things like that, I typically end up playing people that are a lot better than me, and in this case, I played someone today who 
is like a top 10 player. The unfortunate thing about this game is that the majority of the people who are higher up are fucking dickheads when they play this game. And the Mm -hmm. fact that they act so cocky and so arrogant and will like do shit like they'll point up at your your XP and act like they're laughing like this guy did. (laughs) Like so you come in there immediately and he's doing that. He'll stand there and like let you attack for a while and then he'll he'll start going. Well, this guy was doing that and he's laughing at my score, being a dick right away. He's just standing there letting me shoot him, and I was. And then he starts going and he gets he definitely gets me down pretty far, but I got him the first round. So I, you know, was kind of laughing at him. Second round goes. Again, we're going blow for blow. He's waiting a little bit at the beginning, but then he he starts attacking a little bit sooner. I get him down pretty much to the point where he's about to die. He gets me though. Third round, he starts from the beginning because he's obviously nervous now (laughs) and is whooping my ass, admittedly. So I knew I was going to lose. And I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to lose. I'm just going to sacrifice myself here. And what I did was he was getting really close to the edge of the platform. And so I was kind of inching closer and closer. And then I fucking just lunged at him because I have a lot of space in my room. So I lunged at him in VR and I... It was hilarious because this guy backed up as if we were about to fight in real life. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell he lost his balance a bit, and it was hilarious. And so I definitely did the laughing thing way more, and he immediately left. Because once you're done, you can hang around and like fucking mess around with someone, mm-hmm. like give him knucks and stuff. And he immediately left. And then I, we, I ended up uh, getting another match with him again, and. Um, he was a dick some more. Um, and so I, from then he, you know, obviously wasn't going to be scared about me lunging at him, but he, you know, so I did a few more, uh, obscene gestures at him when he was continuing to be a dick. But in that first instance, I never felt so happy. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. This guy was so clearly very, or, or girl, I guess, but I'm assuming it's a guy. Cause he was acting like a, the person was acting like a douchebag, a really big douchebag. And clearly, uh, probably gets picked on in the real life if they're acting like that and then get so scared about a VR character coming at them. So just be nice to people. Like I've played people who are way fucking worse than me in terms of the rankings and I will always congratulate and like give high fives and like you're behind a fucking VR thing and you can't hear anyone's voice. Like you don't know who these people are. You can't even message them. So it's like what's the point of being a dick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're that's you're it's a cow, you're being a fucking coward like and I know it's a stupid VR game but it's like that's the type of shit where like when no one's looking you're being an asshole why what's the point of that 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 means you're a shitty person that that just shows you if you're completely hidden like that you have no way of knowing who you are no one can report you like anything like that there's very limited stuff you can do in this game because there's no chat or anything it's like you have to act like an idiot there's been people who just act like such dickheads in the in those games. It's like this is humanity. This is why people are fucking awful sometimes. But well, it's crazy. Just be nice. Yeah, like you're saying, it's crazy because like you, like you were saying, you you maybe stick around, maybe like you know give knucks or whatever or yeah. mess around, but you give people the freedom and they they choose to be shitty, which is yeah. such a wow. That's an interesting I, thing I've never even really thought about. And there's, like, some people who are actually really fun. Like, I'll I'll play with my headphones in when I'm playing that game. And so I'll, like, just dance and be stupid. And some people will join me and dance and we'll, like, the game will start and we'll just fucking just be dancing. <laughs> 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 just stupid shit like that. Like, some people are really nice. I've actually, like, interacted with, um, there's a guy who's, like, top 20 or so. He was, like, number one for a while until more people jumped on. But I found him on it. He had a YouTube page based off his name. And so I commented and interacting with a bit on YouTube. Like, there's some really nice people that you can connect with, but then there's also some really fucking douchehead, douchebag, dickhead people in there, too. Like, just in general, obviously, with video games or online or internet culture and stuff. But just be nice people. Why do you got to be stupid? Why do you got to be a dick? Like you said, when no one's looking, that's how they want to act. Then they're just a shitty person. And that's like, I've, I've had that in Madden also, where people are going to like, like run around or try to run up the score on you when the game is over. And I'm like you, I'm like, let's just finish the game. Yes. You beat my ass. I'll still give you a good game and we'll move on. But like people in Madden that continue to try to like throw it deep when they're up by 30 points, it's like, all you're mm-hmm. doing now is making us spend more time in this and wasting <laughs> yep. more time. Yep. I almost think less of those people than people who get mad about video games. Like I will occasionally get very pissed at a game and I feel stupid for that because it doesn't matter. But 
there's also those people who like you only that guy only does that because he thinks he's like better than you and not yeah. in the game. And yeah. that seems to me to be way more stupid to be like, mm-hmm. in, like, oh, I'm so elite that I'm going to disrespect. But it's probably like a fucking 15 year old and he's never been punched before. So yeah. <laughs> he was afraid he's about to with the way that he jumped back like that. It was, yeah, no shit. I, I'm not kidding. It was I mean, I've never really actually done that to anyone in real life before like you know lunged at someone or whatever so i i mean i was just like fuck it i'll go for it i think it'd be funny and i was expecting him to you know no sell it and just jumped right back and it was it was hilarious so i could just tell that person definitely felt small in that moment and it made me feel good i hope they knocked their fucking something off of their wall when they did it too the scene off of uh, social network when andrew garfield goes like that oh yeah at Timberlake, and he says, "I like standing next to you. It makes me feel tall." I do miss when we uh, we used to play that Echo game on VR, and people would have their mics on. And there are a couple instances where people would be playing, and you'd hear like a giant crash or like a smack, <laughs> and people would go, "Ah!" Oh! <laughs> that shit was pretty funny. I definitely busted my ass a couple of times uh, oh, on yeah. the walls and stuff during that game. Man, I haven't played that in a bit. We got to get back on that. Sounds like you really scared the pants off of this guy. <laughs> one of the one of our favorites from the WWE, very intimidating guy, very scary guy. If he lunges at you, you're you're gonna fall back. Talking about the dead man, the Undertaker, and he retired from WWE earlier this year. Uh, did the Netflix Choose Your Own Adventure that Jared did last week? Uh, sounds like he's got something else in the mix too. Yeah, this one's probably the scariest of them all. Um, there's some video out there. Uh... Undertaker is, it's been all over Twitter, actually. He's, he's, seems like he's branching out now into um, doing appearances and things. And something he recently did over the last week or so, I'm assuming, is become a hype man. I think basically the Undertaker is the new, this generation's version of maybe Flavor Flav. He's really doing a good job at, at, uh, you know, getting people excited for their favorite musical artist and, the artist might surprise you a little bit. And it is my extreme honor to introduce to you a man that is known around the world. He is Mr. 305. He is Mr. Worldwide. He is the Grammy Award winning International superstar. Superstar. Now, Riyadh, let's put your hands together and make some noise. So he's a hype man for Mr. Worldwide? For, for Pitbull. Dolly. The Undertaker is Pitbull's hype man. So I know The Rock just recently came out with a, with a, a, a verse in a, in a rap song. I can't remember who did the song but he has a he has a verse in a song i think undertaker might be next on the next on the next pitbull song i think we might get a little bit of the dead man on there dude god if you gave me 1000 guesses at what is the undertaker doing (laughs) it would have taken many more than a thousand to to get there uh that is so weird to me and especially after being so tight around the character and what do you mean he's still wearing the costume didn't you see him out there that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Like he never would have done this stuff when he was in wrestling because it it undermines the char- the character. It makes him not mm. not scary and not cool. I mean, cool if this is what Taker wants to do, awesome. But it definitely makes him not scary and not cool. But maybe he doesn't care since he's retired now. He just wants to hang out with Mr. Worldwide. Rest <laughs> in peace. There can't have been that many people there who were Pitbull and Undertaker fans. Do you think that's mm. a big? Crossover? I I doubt it. No. If there isn't a big crossover, there were some really confused people there. Why is this old man in this this fucking uh, trench coat out here just yelling about Pitbull in a very poor pattern of speech, and he also flubbed? Spooperstar or whatever it was. Yeah. I think that's my favorite thing about this video is is there was absolutely someone in there who had no, no idea what was happening, and they were probably so confused. And then probably, I wish the video continued because probably Pitbull came running out not long after and started, I know you want me, I know I want you. 
And that would be that would be even maybe more weird to see that after Undertaker. I, yeah, that's that's random. You 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 get an A for the assignment, Seth. Goddamn. <laughs> it's going down. It's Undertaker. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. So we got the Undertaker scaring the hell out of some Pitbull fans. We got Seth scaring the hell out of some VR opponents. We got Mercury scaring the hell out of me. And yeah, all sorts of spookiness. We are we're fitting the season this week in our bathroom reading. Sitting on a toilet. Now flush. You know what that means. We are just about done with this episode, but before we let you go, gotta give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So I have this, I don't know, this thing I've been doing this year, and I got to do it a couple times last weekend. I think it's a cool thing for other people to maybe do if they want to. Basically, the whole idea is around like having gratitude and recognizing when you've got it good. And very basically, the thing is, whenever you find yourself in a, a spot where you're, you're content or you're happy or, or just any version of good feeling, to take a pause and just say out loud, life is good. I've been doing this for a while now, and I've shared it with a couple of people. I know uh, Jill out there uh, is, is one person that I talked to about it, and I've talked to you two about it before too. And it's one of those things that's like, just checking in and like going, yes, this is, a, I'm having a good time right now and recognizing that. And I don't know, for whatever reason, it always makes me really happy when I realize that I can do that. And I got to do it this weekend. I don't even remember exactly what I was doing. I think I was just like on the couch watching TV and nothing was bothering me. And I was like, you know what? I, I can afford an apartment. I'm fed. I got a TV to watch. Life is good. And I would just, uh, I guess if there's a point here, it's to encourage folks to do some version of that. Uh, take a second every now and then to take inventory of how lucky you are. Because if, if you're listening to this, you're very lucky. As a, Like you could have it way worse off. So take a second every now and then to recognize that. And it'll make you feel pretty good when you do. So that's been on my mind for a while. I don't know why I thought this week was the best time to bring it up. But just want to pass that along to the folks out there who might be, uh, might gain something from that. Give it a shot. I like that. That's some that's some good advice there, sir. My, mine is ridiculous. Um, I saw this comment the other day, and again, maybe this is a longer conversation, but I, I, I want to propose it to both of you fellas. You have a slice of pizza, and you're putting it in a microwave. How long are you putting that slice of pizza in there? Because the answers were all over the board, and I am just curious on how other people act in situations. Well, the correct answer is never. Nothing. Zero seconds. You're putting in you for zero. You're, you're eating it cold then. You eat it cold or you get yourself an air fryer because if that's if that's what you have, you put it in the air fryer and it's better than it was before. Well, nice. yeah. Like, obviously, because you want it nice and melty. You want it more crispy and whatnot. But, like, back in the day or whenever you were, you know, a, a peasant Never. with a microwave, how long were you putting it in that microwave? I wasn't. I'd eat it okay, cold Okay, so nothing. zero. Zero for you. Okay, Cody, what about wow. you? Well, I'm not too good for this question, Jared, so I will answer it. Um, <laughs> I, I will do one of two things. Uh, one, there is a pizza button on my microwave that I have now. And Never so trust you, the pizza button. Okay, see, I, actually, I, it works super well. How does that? It doesn't only set the time. It sets the power. And that's the thing. Like, huh. I, I, I think most people way underutilize their microwave. I'm only just recently getting put onto the microwave game. And because there's all sorts of different, like all, all the different buttons and shit that there are in a microwave. It's not only the time. It's it's like how intense the heat is and for how long and it fluctuates. So the pizza button, if you put like two slices and you say two, it, it's in there for like three and a half minutes. But what? it's a lower power. Yeah. And it stays crisp. It's crispy when it comes out. Not like you'd expect in a microwave. That's that's within the power of most people to do. So like, yeah, Seth, your air fryer, fine. But like your microwave also does basically the same thing. So nope. I'll either do that or... Nope, nope. Don't, don't you even fucking dare. Don't you <laughs> dare. I, I do dare. I do dare, Seth. You, you have a little uh, bitch money. air fryer compared to the, the, what I got here. Mine's a fucking industrial oven. You got a little bitch fryer. <laughs> I'm not... Hey, the bitch fryer does great pork chops, and I'm, I'm not even saying that it's bad at doing pizza. I'm just saying, like, don't, don't, don't completely ignore the microwave as a, as a good pl place the to reheat stinks. pizza. 
especially if you have a pizza setting, give it a shot. Jared, if you have a pizza setting on your microwave, I implore you to attempt this. Uh, and you'll be amazed. I was shocked at how different the pizza tasted because generally speaking, besides using the pizza button or like the popcorn button, no matter what I'm putting in the microwave, 45 seconds. No matter what? And that includes pizza. And uh, if it's like a pasta or something, uh, it's 45. I'll stir it up and do another 45. Yeah. And I'll just repeat until it's hot enough. But usually for pizza, it's about, it's 45. And then I'll just kind of do a heat check and then maybe another 20 to 30 after that. But basically, if I'm putting something in the microwave, it's 45 seconds and then work from there. Whoa. Okay. So you're, because usually in my experience, it's been the 30 seconds. You know, it's like boom, 30. Okay. 30, 30, 45. That's interesting. Okay. Also, it's very rare for me to even have leftover pizza. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're just housing it all. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The thing is, like you're saying, the pizza button, that's one button because I feel like a lot of microwaves have pizza, popcorn, and maybe a potato button. And those are ones I've never even touched because like you're saying, different power, power, I'm I'm putting in the microwave, that's it. For pizza though, for one slice, because again, I thought people were crazy because a lot of the comments and stuff were 30 to a minute, somewhere in there. I'm like 17 to 21 seconds max on a slice of pizza. So is that like, uh, is your pizza sizzling a little bit? Like, do you just have a hotter microwave or do you like it just to be like warm and you're not looking for like a really hot Ugh. It's. Pizza? I, I would say like, your taste. yeah, I, I feel like the edges have a little bit of the cheese, a little bubbling, but like the inner part is just like warm almost. I just mm-hmm. don't like the, I the way microwaves like... cook pizza. Cause you've, you've experienced, I, yeah, I, you know, the 1% lifestyle. It tastes, it tastes, <laughs> like, I don't like, I don't like the taste of microwave pizza. I don't like the consistency of it. It has a different taste to me. I don't, I don't like it. And the closest I've had to fresh pizza when I've reheated it is in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Next time you guys are out here, we're doing the pizza button and you're going to, you're going to try it. And I'm not saying you're going to love it, but you'll be surprised. At, at what you find, I'm telling have you. Have you put you. your pizza, cold pizza, in the air fryer? I have. It's not a competition, Seth. <laughs> no, one's dis- <laughs> no one's disparaging the air fryer. <laughs> it's know, good. I'm just saying the microwave is more capable than than most give it credit for. That's my whole no, point. I don't think it is. Hmm. <laughs> we got off on this pizza tangent, and now I'm lost. My one more thing. So this week, the weather's starting to change a little bit. Um, starting tomorrow, we're getting down. We've been in the 70s for a while here in Iowa, which has been great for October. But now we're it'll be October 21st, day after we're recording this, and it'll finally be a high in the, I think, the low 50s. Recently, we've talked about my body temperature's changed. <laughs> I'm much more a fan of the warmth. But I am excited because this means it is finally going to be acceptable wearing hoodie weather outside because I wear hoodies all the time when I'm indoors. 365. If I'm relaxing for the night, I got a hoodie on. But now, I don't even have to change it. When I, I don't before I leave the house, I don't have to worry about changing it cuz mostly it's just like a, a temperature thing. Like I'm not going to wear a hoodie if it's 70 degrees out. I'm just going to sweat sweat the whole time. But if it's 50 degrees out, I can wear the hoodie inside, outside, anywhere I want, and I'm very pumped about that. Um I've also started to dabble in sweatpants. I've been I've been way more in the comfort lately. I bought new sweatpants, like those jogger ones Ooh, that have like with the tight yeah. legs like the, down down low. Like, yeah, the the ankles and like the the waist yes. is a little bit more and like has the tie and everything. And they're oh, they're definitely like fleecy and all that stuff, but they're not quite as like they look just like nicer sweatpants. Like you could wear them out. And now I'm gonna be doing that. I feel like I'm a whole new man. I got a whole new wardrobe. Thirty now, like I care less. I'm going to be a comfortable boy this fall and just wear whatever I want, wherever I want, however I want. So I'm kind of, I'm, although I'm not happy about the colder temperatures because my bones are going to hurt, <laughs> I, I am excited about wearing more comfortable clothes. That's, I feel good. I, I feel happy for you, comfy boy. That's going to, that's going to be good. <laughs> that's a slippery slope, though. Just, just be aware. Um, it won't be long before you'll be not showering and not wearing underwear to go to the movies like I no, do. No, that's... Because it, it's a comfort thing for me, and like if I, after twelve hours, I feel like I need to shower again. So, I need to be comfortable, and being clean is a comfort thing for me. Hmm. You'll get there. You'll get there. Especially when oh man, once you realize how those fleece joggers feel on on your scrotty. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
I don't want my fleece jogger sticking to my scrotie. Oh yeah. Well, if you got a sticky scrotie, then that's on that's on you, man. Yeah, shower. That's that's why I want to shower. Maybe I'm just lucky and that mine doesn't get sticky, but yeah. The simple things in life: microwave it's... pizza and no showers for seven days. Hey, that's just life. Life is good when you got pizza in the microwave and sweater weather is here. Good fall stuff. Good fall stuff for one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up here. want to remind folks of a few things. Don't forget to head out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Click the links, like the posts, share the episodes, join the mailing list, become an anchor wanker, all of that great stuff. Wanker! Now is the perfect time to do that because any and all of those things could get you entered to win on next week's lot or this week's Entertainment Outhouse Live. That's going to be on Wednesday, October 27th, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Don't forget, if you want to get entered to win a pair of movie tickets, maybe an Iron Cheek sticker, maybe a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, maybe 69 Brats, who knows? Ooh. But the only way to get entered is to engage with the show in one or several of those ways. And don't forget, there might be a secret game for the mailing list. So jump into there if you want to come out with something for free. We're also going to have this week uh, Gridiron Grunts. So keep an eye out for the NFL talk coming down the pipe as well. And if you want to catch me doing stand-up in Bend on Wednesday, uh, that's the same night as a live show, but afterwards, 8 p.m. Bend time, Pablo Francisco and myself. Me and Pablo, I don't know what the more respectful order is, but <laughs> I'm going to do something kind of funny, and then Pablo is going to do something very funny. So come check us out at Volcanic. Uh, you can link to tickets on the show page if you're interested in that, so check it out. For now, though, uh, like I said, we're going to wrap this thing up. Hope you guys enjoyed your weekend and that you're off to a great start on the week. Lots of stuff to talk about. Go ask the folks at home or at work how long they're cooking their pizza in the micro and start a conversation. That's it, though, for this episode of Socially Constipated. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael, and we will see you next time. Bye.